Welcome to Kylie Mentors Moms, a podcast where you can feel empowered in your role as a business owner and a mother. I'm your host, Kylie Ann, a mom of three and wearer of all of the hats. Let's get started. So the last few years in this world and in my personal life, it just kind of feels like there's one bad thing after another. And the way the world is going with all the corruption and the fighting and the just disagreements and the politics, it just kind of feels like this might not ever go away. It just is going to be one crazy thing after another for a while, maybe until we can come to some sort of resolution, if that's even possible at this point. And so as, you know, one bad thing is happening after another, I've began to challenge myself to look for the miracles. And before I get into looking for the miracles, I want to talk about how it's important for us to first feel the things, right? Feel all the feels. It's important to feel the disappointment, the anger, the betrayal, the sadness, like all those things are valid emotions. And we can have all those emotions and also look for miracles at the same time. They don't have to be one or the other. We don't have to only feel joy or only feel gratitude or only see the miracles. We can also feel the pain that comes from these bad things that are happening in our lives. And some of these bad things, you know, they're political or they're illnesses or, you know, different strains of COVID or whatever it is that's going on. But also there's a lot of heavy things happening individually in people's lives. I've noticed it seems like this time. I don't know if it's my age or if it's the world or what it is, but it seems like all of my friends are going through heavy, heavy, heavy things. So as I've been on this journey of my own heavy things, I've been looking for the tender mercies when things don't go my way. And it's really helped me just like have a better perspective of what's going on and not feel like the world is against me. Everything's going wrong for me wow, another bad thing. Wow, we're in the hospital again with my son. Wow, nothing goes right for me. And instead of having these limiting beliefs that like, I'm just, you know, getting picked on and nothing can go right. And I mean, I have little small trials compared to some of my friends, right? There are big, heavy things happening in this world. But instead of getting in that that dark place of, you know, I'm getting picked on, I have been able to pull myself out of that and just say, you know, look at the miracles or if that didn't happen, then this didn't happen. And I don't want to say everything happens for a reason because I know for some people that's not a belief, but I believe that we can find a purpose in everything. So it's a little different than everything happens for a reason, but I, I like to look for purpose. I like to look for miracles. I like to look for tender mercies in everything because they're always there. And that for me is a big indicator that God is in every detail. And I look for him in those details. And the more I look for him in those details, the the more I see him in the details. And it's really helpful for me when I'm going through heavy stuff to know that God is right there in the heavy with me. I remember the first time this happened to me, I was in college. I was sharing a car and a room with my sister and she had lent out our shared car to one of her friends. And I was so mad because I was, I needed to go to an appointment and I went out to go get in the car and the car wasn't there. And I call her and I call her and I call her and she doesn't answer the phone. And I was so mad at her. I'm like, where is our car? Like I was supposed to have the car, have an appointment. And so she finally calls me back and was like, oh, I let my friend borrow the car. It's over at this parking lot. 
And so I'm hauling my wedding dress across like three parking lots. It's freezing. It's Logan. It's winter. It's wet. It's cold. And I was so mad at her. I was like fuming with anger. Like, why would you lent out our shared car on the day I was supposed to have the car? Like, I was so mad. And I get in my car and I finally get to the appointment. I'm 20 minutes late. And as I get out of my car, there is a lady standing there. And she, I remember it clear as day, she was like struggling to carry what she was carrying. She was struggling to walk. And I jumped out of my car and I ran over. No one else was around us. It was in the back alley of like downtown Logan. It was like no one around. And she was about to fall over because of the stuff she was carrying. And so I grabbed all of her stuff and I carried it to her car and I put it in her car. And in that moment, I thought to myself, if I wasn't late, I, she would have been here alone. She would probably would have fallen. She would have been here by herself, fallen on the road with all this heavy stuff. And I don't even think it was that heavy. I think she just wasn't well enough to carry this stuff. But it, it was just like a really impactful moment for me to realize like God is in every detail. And like, even though it was super frustrating and I was still mad, do not lend out my car. Like that is not okay. I was able to take a step back and realize like, it needed to go that way for me to to be the miracle for this person. And so sometimes it's not necessarily for our own miracles or it's like we're not going to like find all these things, you know, that go right for us when things go wrong. But we can see that like God's hand is in every single detail. Since that time, I've really tried to develop this spiritual gift of looking for the miracles when things don't go my way. And in the last two years, I've had a lot of opportunities to really hone in on that spiritual gift and skill. So that's the first thing. Easy. But when I can take a step back and look for what were the blessings, what were the miracles, what went right, it really changes my perspective and it changes how I feel about things. And it it helps me kind of like just let go of those negative feelings. Like, yes, I was still annoyed with my sister, but I was able to release that anger because I knew that I was supposed to be there for that purpose. So it's really, really cool when you start turning things around. This last week, we were supposed to be in Washington for Thanksgiving. And the day before we left, I was totally packed up. I had our schedule, like we were going to leave for the airport right from school. Like I had shoots all morning and then like a babysitter there so that we could, you know, prep and get ready to go. It was all planned out. It was, we were like going to go. It was not even like a, if we're whatever, you know, it was like we were hundred percent planning on going. And then Sunday, my son wakes up with one of his reactive airway disease like flare-ups that just come randomly and are really scary and they get really bad really quickly. So we were monitoring him all day thinking, okay, maybe if we stay on top of his albuterol and his other stuff, then maybe he can turn this around and we'll be okay. But by that evening, we went into the hospital because he had just been working so hard to breathe all day. And they were like, yeah, this is, he he is working so hard that if he stops, we're going to need some serious intervention. So they, you know, gave us our medicine and they admitted us to the hospital. And as we were sitting there in the ER, we are canceling our trip to Washington. And I was a little bit disappointed for a minute thinking like, oh, this was kind of a bummer because we have no plans for Thanksgiving. We have 
no plans for his birthday. We are going to see all of our grandparents in Washington. My grandparents, my kids' grandparents, my dad's side, my mom's side, like everyone. We were going to see everyone and it was going to be such a fun week. And I was a little disappointed because we had to cancel last year as well because we got exposed to COVID right before Thanksgiving, right when my grandma was diagnosed with cancer. And so we had to cancel our trip for th- home for Thanksgiving last year too. And so I was feeling pretty disappointed. But at the same time, I was able to flip that switch so fast because I was just like, well, there was obviously a reason like his flare up was so random. It hit us out of nowhere. And then the next day we were released from the hospital and he was back to normal. Like clearly there was, I I feel like there was a reason why it didn't happen. Maybe it was, I wasn't ready. I was going to see my stepmom for the first time. And that was really anxiety inducing for me. And maybe it wasn't the right time to do it in front of all the family. Like, maybe I needed more time. Maybe I needed more prep for that. Like, I don't know. Maybe it was going to bring something to my grandma or my grandpa. Or maybe something was going to happen in the car, the airplane or whatever. Like, and we don't always know, right, what what's going on. But because I know that God is in the details, because I have been looking for him in all the details, I knew that there was a reason why we shouldn't go to Washington right then. We rebooked our tickets for January. Everything's going to be fine. We're going to be able to see all the same people. And I was able to just kind of sit with like, okay, now what do we do? I was really excited to go to Washington so that I could take the week off work and be away from the the work and be present with my family and do fun things with my kids. So I said, how can I have these same feelings and these same types of experiences here? So I planned a kid day where I just focused on my kids and we did fun things all day. We ended up going to my aunt's house in Idaho, which is the best house in the world if you want to feel loved and um, included and just like a part of a family. It was the perfect atmosphere. We played games. We cried. We laughed. We had conversations. We did fun things with our kids. We adventured a little bit. It was so much fun. So even though I had a completely different week than planned, I was able to have those same feelings here with different experiences. And even before we were invited to my aunt's house, my friends reached out, can I bring you a turkey? Can I bring you pie? Like people were so willing to help us have what we wanted to have in Washington here, which was so, so, so sweet. And so it filled me with so much gratitude for the community that we've surrounded ourselves with. Sometimes being a mom and running a successful business seems impossible, but it doesn't have to be. I've been running a business while raising my family for nearly nine years, and I've learned some life hacks along the way. Take my free training to find out five mind-blowing systems I use to balance this crazy mom boss gig. You can find the link in the show notes below. So I was able to look and see, okay, the miracles are it happened before we left. Like if this happened in the air, if this happened in Washington, it would be a much scarier situation. We have all the stuff we need. We have the doctors. We have, like we've done this before. We know what we're doing. Um, We didn't take sickness to my grandparents. And Heavenly Father knows me and he knows what I want and my desires. And like he knows what I wanted out of that week. So why would he put that into my life right then? Where were the miracles? And we had the best, best, best week ever. A few weeks ago, it was the primary program and we had taken everyone to church and we were on time and we were sitting there. And then all of a sudden, my son, who is four now, blew out poop up the back. Like this never happens. Like he, he definitely 
doesn't like go to the bathroom in the toilet but like he usually can do it like before we leave somewhere it's usually not somewhere like church or at school or whatever like he can at least control it a tiny bit and so I had to run home and I had to change him really quick and come back and like usually when we change him like it's not like up the back like this is not like a newborn situation like we never have blowouts anymore the whole way home instead of being frustrated I was like okay there's obviously a reason we need to come home right now maybe somebody need my parking spot maybe he needed a little break so that he could have the amount of energy he needs to stay up there the whole time because it's so hard for a kid to sit still for, for that long. And so it's funny because I still don't know what, what the reason was, but I was able to have that, this attitude of where are the miracles? Where are the tender mercies? Why did this need to happen the way it did? In April, I had big plans to go visit my grandma and my uncle in Washington. It was just going to be me and the kids. Um, We hadn't been able to go inside and see my grandma and my uncle in about 18 months because of COVID. Um, She was diagnosed with cancer right at the beginning of COVID, and my uncle has very, very poor lung health. So we weren't allowed to go inside. And this was really hard because I had, up until this point, visited two or three times a year um, since I had left home. They lived by me growing up from since I was 12 on. And so my whole life, I've seen them two to three times a year. And then I lived by them for six years. And so it was a very, very, very big deal that I was finally going to be able to see them and go inside their home. And last minute, as we were leaving, my husband decided to come with us. And so he jumped in the car and we went and we got to see them a couple of times and go in the home. And I got to sneak out once my kids were in bed and go watch HGTV with my uncle. And it was great. And we had a great visit and it was, it was just perfect. And then we packed up and we, we started driving home. When we got about four hours away, my mom was supposed to be flying to Utah to where we live to come help my sister with her newborn baby. And so she is the caretaker. But as we were about four hours away, we found out that Bryden was going to have to go to the hospital that day. He was very, very sick and there was no one there that could take him. My mom would have to cancel her trip and stay home if, if no one else was there. So I decided, we decided, my husband dropped, turned around two hours, dropped me off in Portland and drove the kids home. And I waited for my brother to pick me up in Portland and went back to Washington and was able to stay a couple of days in the hospital. So I was able to take him to the hospital and I was just planning on staying till Sunday. So I think this was a Thursday. I was going to stay till Sunday. And then I kept being able to just add on to the trip and add on to the trip. I ended up staying a whole extra week to be there with him. So my grandma at the time was recovering from a huge cancer removal and hysterectomy, like a huge surgery, her first surgery in her entire life, first hospital stay. She was very weak, unable to care for herself or for Brighton, very, very sick. So my aunt was there helping her, but we needed two people so that someone could be in the hospital and someone could be with grandma. So it was very hard. It was also the first time that my grandma hadn't and never been able to go up to the hospital with her son, which was really, 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 really hard on her emotionally. And there was just a lot, a lot going on and happening at that exact moment. So I drove back. I was able to take him to the hospital and stay there with him. And we had the best time ever. We just had so much fun. We played Uno and we watched movies and we scrapbooked and we played cards. And I like we had sleepovers. They brought a bed up in there for me so that I could lay by him. And it was just the best. We had the best time. And 
my aunt was able to stay with my grandma. I was able to stay with Brighton. And then by the time we took him home, my mom was back. My uncle was there and we were able to transition him to hospice altogether as a big family. And there was a lot of sad things happening right then. Like he was dying and it was time to take him off uh, all these heavy medications. It was time for him to like live out the rest of his life. And we didn't know if that was going to be days or weeks or months. And that was really hard to make those decisions and to be there for those big moments. It was really hard that my grandma had a surgery and my uncle had to be in the hospital. Like these are the best people in the whole world. And so much was happening in their lives. He had just been in the hospital the week before she went to surgery. So there was just so much going on. And my mom wasn't there. She's her care, their caretaker. There were so many things that were going wrong, right? But all I look back on that time is all of the miracles. The miracle that I was there that week, that my husband came with me so he could drive my home, my kids home. Because if my husband wasn't there, there's no way I could have stayed. I look at the miracle that I had that time with him because he died two weeks later. After I left, he died two weeks later. And that week I had with him was the longest I've had with him in years. And because of COVID, I barely had even seen him in 18 months. And so to have that amount of time and closure with him, even though it's been sad and hard, and you know, he was only 30 years old, like he'd 31, 31 years old. He was young, like, but we, we loved him every 31 of those years. And he lived a lot longer than I think doctors thought he would. And there were so many blessings around that. And so when I look at that time, even though it was so trying and there was so much going on in my family, my grandma was so sick. My uncle was so sick. We were all being stretched thin. Like there was just not enough caretakers to take care of all of it. There were so many miracles. So, so, so many miracles. So this is a total mindset shift of instead of thinking, man, everything goes wrong to me. Why does this happen right now? Why can't my four-year-old be potty trained? Why does he have to get sick every single time we're doing something fun? Why does my family get sick every time we're supposed to go home for Thanksgiving? And this woe is me attitude of just like, you know, like I'm the victim. It's switching the mindset to like, where's the good? Where are the miracles? What's the purpose in this? And sometimes we don't know what the purpose is. I shared some silly examples. I shared some bigger examples. I shared ones where I could see the purpose, where I couldn't see the purpose, because sometimes we don't know. But when we have this attitude of God is in the details and he's guiding every part of my life. And if we really tune into that and we like, you know, follow the promptings and we, we look for the promptings It really is amazing how your life unfolds exactly how it needs to in those moments. So the next time something goes wrong, I obviously want you to feel the feels. I want you to be frustrated, mad, angry, whatever you need to feel. I want you to feel the things. But then after you feel those things, I want you to ask yourself, where are the miracles? Thank you for being here on the Kylie Mentors Moms podcast. If you have a friend that needs to hear this message, please share it. Hang out with us daily at Kylie and Studios on Instagram and use the hashtag KylieMentorsMoms.